offices on the seventh floor are closed for air quality evaluation. So all of us are working from home. Uh, the myself and the two assistant city attorneys and our three legal assistants were available, obviously by email and cell phone. So hopefully we'll get that resolved this week. This is a city attorney for the city of Pensacola, Charlie Pepler, uh, disclosing that, uh-oh, <laughs> top floor of City Hall is closed due to air quality. What gives? We'll talk about it with Mayor D.C. Reeves. Mr. Mayor, uh, welcome back to the area from some of your travels, uh, business-related travels, of course, yeah, but welcome yeah. back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Yeah, hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, I mean, first of all, what's going on with City Hall? Yeah, so... Um, we were uh, waiting to make an announcement based on, on getting our you know, final uh, checks and results. So I, I don't want to speak to what those are officially, but um, you know, we had some we had an issue uh, we were made aware of on the first floor and kind of in the back on the physical energy side um, that they you noticed some mold. Again, you know, we're talking about a pretty old building. Um, so, of course, we jumped into action, took a, an abundance of um, precautions, um, you know, get, got our uh, 11 employees or so out of there on the first floor, tested it, um, and then there were some some complaints from uh, the city attorney's office um, uh, that that it, you know, coughing and some other things like that that uh, they emailed us. So of course we were going to treat it the same way. Um, we were of course in the midst of testing the entire building uh, already because of the first floor. Um, and so I don't want to speak to, you know, we'll, we'll announce um, when we have that, those official test results back because we want to get in front of that. But ultimately, you know, we feel um, um, good about where we are uh, right now in terms of the air quality and the testing that, we, that we've done. So that it, these are isolated incidents. So okay. uh, that, that have not had any long-term impact. But again, okay. you know, more to come. Um, you know, we'll get that announced and out there. And, and as soon as it's cleared, as soon as the testing clears back to work as normal, but, you know, out of an abundance of caution, what you see. And, you know, I, I can see why that would make sense. Um, one of the things um, and, and you and I actually had a really interesting conversation at the um, the parade on Saturday. And I, I, you know, for the people who didn't get to hear that because it's just you and me, um, we were talking, for example, about American magic and about, you know, what the city's vision is of the value of having American magic here and where the money is going to come from and how this is going to be a benefit for the city. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what's really exciting about it is that, you know, we, we can just talk about the nuts and bolts things, how we measure, right, which is the number of, of jobs that directly, you know, between 120, 150 jobs that a permanent home for American magic would bring. Um, and that's great. Um, you know, we, but really when you start to think about, uh, of course there's the indirect jobs first, let me say that, um, of, you know, when there's more sailing happening here and then more regattas come and, and the, the intangible thing that can happen with something like this is it's a, I consider really this a once in a generation opportunity for the city in the fact that, you know, we're not going to get a professional sports franchise in Pittsburgh, Florida, you know, as much as big a sports fan as I am. This is probably the closest thing well, we could ever get, which would allow us to say we're the sailing capital of the United States of America. You know, that the, the most invested in, most expensive, fastest boat in the United States um, called Pensacola Bay home. And so, you know, there's those things where, again, you can't put, put on a triumph grant today or on a piece of paper. That, but, you know, when once you plant that flag, the impact that that could have. You know, every again, every regatta wanting to come, every race, people wanting to come down and see it, um, and just the potential domino effect that that this kind of organization saying this is the best body of water in America for us to train on, 
uh, goes a long, long way in ways that you really can't tangibly calculate. And so, um, so that's why we're really trying to seize opportunity here. This is not something that gets, knocks on our door every three years. <laughs> this is uh, something that we want to you know, make sure that we see to the finish line. There is also a part of me. <laughs> now, I know the, you know the mayor's office is nonpartisan, but there is a part of me that as a Republican is thinking about whether DeSantis runs for president in 2024. And if yes, uh, I can see the ad now. Like, people are not just driving here from New York. They are literally sailing away from New York to Florida for freedom. <laughs> if, if you're asking me if the opportunity for the governor to take uh, a, a, a sailboat that flies the flag of the New York Yacht Club out of Newport, Rhode Island, and move it to Pensacola, Florida, uh, if that if that idea has lost on me, you'd be wrong. But, <laughs> um, you know, again, that's... Uh, that's politics at the state level, and we certainly have, um, you know, made our request in terms of, uh, you know, the funding that we think we've got to raise. Uh, we have uh, I was in Tallahassee last week meeting with some of the governor's staff, and, um, you know, we, we shared the, some of the things, same things I'm sharing with you about the potential value of Pensacola, that's for sure. Absolutely. We're talking to D.C. Reeves. Uh, Mayor, the other thing that you and I talked about is this Amtrak business. And, look, I've said this on the air. Uh, I said it to you. I don't get it. I don't get it. It just it, – it, you know, it seems like a novelty that not an awful lot of people are really going to wind up using. Uh, you know, public money, it, even if it's not our money, is still money that comes from us in a way. And I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of befuddled by the whole thing. But I know you see it very differently. Why are you so passionate about trying to bring Amtrak here? Yeah, look, I mean, the way you posed it to me on Saturday, you know, well, why? And and I, I kind of counter and say, well. Why not? Given the circumstances uh, that we are talking about, which are important to point out, um, you know, again, the $66 billion coming from the federal government that are earmarked for the passenger rail. And, you know, understand, I, I think this, even at the state level, at whatever state subsidy is going to happen, you know, the mentality, I think, has changed even with the governor um, that it's not necessarily where like it was in Rick Scott days. It's a, he would say, you know, that, that federal money, we're just going to send it back. I think you know, the attack here, what I hear from legislators is we understand this is already earmarked for passenger rail. It's either going to go to, to areas like ours or it's going to go to another area. This is not, you know, this is not going to lead to an additional refund um, to someone who pays federal taxes. And so when you get given that fact that, that, that it's, it is in essence spent, um, you know, on this topic, as well as the other most important fact in my mind is that any money that would be put up would be 80, 20 federal money. So, um, so for us, as I've said, you know, this is, we're going to take a uh, very calculated look at this moving forward. You know, you'll you'll never find me saying we're definitely bringing rail here. Uh, we just this is the time to look at it because of the funding mechanism. Um, and and look, we're a different area than we were 20 years ago. I mean, to even say, well, you know, here's what happened with Amtrak. There were a lot of issues with Amtrak. It wasn't running on time. Um, and I mean, we rolled up the sidewalks for the most part in 2004, 2005, five o'clock downtown. Um, we are, certainly aren't the tourist destination that we are now. Um, and so there's just, I, I, again, I, I go back to why not? It, it, it costs us nothing to look at this, to analyze it. And the first step is to get this half a million from FRA. And that's exactly what we do with it is we say, okay, well, you know, what, what infrastructure upgrades need to happen to the rail to make it work? Um, you know, and you know, what kind of study do we need to do? Um, and what's the bottom line ticket item? You know, how much money are we going to have to go to the state for? Or it would have, if if any, 
uh, coming up locally. Those are all things that no one has, no human being on this planet has the earth answer to yet. And so, you know, that's why I say, in a way, it's a little bit of house money right now to just say, hey, let's get half a million dollars. Let's figure out if this makes sense. And there could be a time I jump on this radio show and say, hey, we've been running numbers and it doesn't make any sense for us to do this. Um, but no one has that answer yet. And that's, so that's what I'm passionate about is, is to seize opportunity when we have it and to, um, to see if this works for us. In other words, it, right now, based on the structure of the money that's available, and again, as you said, it's spent money, um, we're wanting, we just want to look and see if it makes sense for us because right now is the best deal it's ever going to be, and if it doesn't make sense now, it's never going to make sense under other circumstances. Exactly let's right. let's find Five out. Years from now, I mean, it's a non-starter. Okay, yeah. all right. And I'm, I'm interested to see how this turns out and, you know, the whether we go to the west or go to the east, you know, uh, like towards Tallahassee, Jacksonville, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm interested in seeing all that come to fruition as well. Uh, we always like to end on a bit of a lightning round, so quick questions designed to get us to know uh, Mayor D.C. Reeves a little bit better. Do you have a favorite iconic movie artificial intelligence villain, like the computer gone awry that scares you the most? Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, just from my upbringing, when you just described that, of course, I, I think of the Terminator just from, <laughs> right. because of my age at the time. But uh, I'm, I'm aging myself, I guess. No, but, that's uh, – uh, that, 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 you know, I, I told you, but second movies, man, I'm watching football. No, I, no so that's fair. I that's fair. Um there is um there's a road, okay, a big road that Cervantes turns into, and uh, it it goes towards a city named Mobile. Of course, when we're talking on a phone, we call it a mobile phone. Um, how do you pronounce the name of that road? Oh, I say Mobile Highway. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Is that technically correct? I was. It's the kind of question that once you ask people, suddenly they're not too sure what they think. Myself included. Um, do you when you're when you're cooking spaghetti at home? Do you break it before you put it in the pot? Yeah, used to not. Now I am. I'm a. I'm a definitely fifty fifty breaker. A fifty um, fifty. Yeah, oh, not a, not I mean, a third. Not, not a thirds. Okay. All right, we're we're thirds in our house, my wife and me as well. And last question is National ah. Margarita Day, and as a former bar owner, former bar owner, are you rocks frozen or some other variation? Uh, man, it's look if I'm if we're not count if you didn't say anything about calories, so I mean I'm just going to go frozen just because I mean it's just too good, you know. I mean <laughs> Florida climate on the beach, I mean there's it's hard to beat, but you know I don't have too many of them since so I can watch my figure. But, I gotcha, uh, but man, you can't beat a frozen mug. Air conditioning in your hand, I think we call it. All right, well, D.C. Reeves, he is the mayor of Pensacola. We look forward to the, the city council meeting tomorrow night and talking to you again next week. Sir, thanks for the time. I always appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.